It's time for another episode of Steam, Steel, and Murder. Our cast for this session, Sharon, Jameis, Nick, Joshua, Jay Gilt, and Marcus. This is the second and concluding session to episode 58, Two Weddings and a Trial. There's no other news to report, so let's jump right into our adventure. Session 58, Part 2. Right. Is everyone back? Uh, I think so. Okay, oh. yeah, Sharon's still gone, I think. Joys of wireless mic, I mean, it doesn't matter where I am, I'm still here. Woohoo! <laughs> Just don't go to the bathroom with us. <laughs> Been there, done that. Mm. <laughs> I make sure to mute my mic when I go. Yep. <laughs> so what, uh. Like all. So what good Kickstarters have you seen lately? <laughs> Looking to waste more of your income? Yeah, yeah, I'm up to, yeah, uh. Yeah, I, I actually, um, took the, um, uh, what was it? The, uh, deadline ones, I did take it down to just a PDF, but then the last minute put it back up to getting everything. <laughs> to, to which one? To just which getting one? the PDFs? The, uh, the deadlines one? The deadlines, yeah, I, I did uh, the 199. Okay, put okay. it back up again. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to run a, a Deadlands Noir when that <laughs> comes out. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm backing Antarctica a year on ice, so mm-hmm. we literally, boom, zero of us, of course. I've tried to figure out where to get money so I could get, uh, Traveler. Yeah, under bucks. I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> nah. Okay. The nice part is it's a 600 page book and that I'm done with it. Yeah. And I get the other stuff. Uh, what this traveler bought? It's the, uh, it's the original Miller, the original guide to the traveler. <laughs> it's gonna be based off the original little black books with, uh, some fixes. And I was a big fan of the LBB series of Traveler, where you could die in character creation. Yes. Well, technically you can in a few of them. Yeah. You can still die in character creation in the modern Traveler. <laughs> it's just rarer. They didn't stop me from dying in character. I, uh, I, I like how what? I like how you get quieted impossible to hear over time. Uh, normally that's actually because I actually make myself quieter and I'm mumbling to myself. But no, I have tried creating things for travel and got ready to make traveler things. But always when it comes to character creation, it will be when I'm finally on the path I actually want to be on for traveler, that's when my character will die. <laughs> I finally got drafted into the scout and oh, I got blown up by marauding pirates. Crap. Uh, start again. Hmm. I remember when we did that little character creation session. Yes, and as you and you took one term in every pre- profession and thus came yeah. out with nothing. I came out with a guy who used to be in the military, then a pirate, and now he runs a bar in a no, broken no, down spaceship that's docked. No, he doesn't. Remember, you what didn't mean? have any. You didn't have any money. That's what your plan was. But because you didn't stick oh, with yeah. anything, you didn't leave with any. No, no, remember, I I did get it. I didn't have any money. That's why I basically took my broken bus ship and permanently oh, yeah. docked. Oh yeah, you had a ship. You, you got ship shares. That's what it was. You got enough ship shares to own a very small fighter. All yeah, right, Sharon's back. So let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> start back. back. Yeah, I'm back. Yep, everyone's back. Yeah. All right, so uh, she leads you, or, or they lead you, uh, to a more prominent hut in the middle of the village. It's got like an aircraft door as a front door, and as you approach it, uh, it's flung and open. And there's a, uh, a, a, a he's, he's older, you would think. I mean, uh, his hair is uh, is gray. Uh, he walks with a little bit of stoop, but he still has a very uh, a certain vitality about him. He's not uh, particularly uh, wrinkled or enfeebled, other than he's just stooped a little bit. And he also has the 
curved stone uh, weapon at his side. And as uh, the uh, girls come forward, uh, they start doing this little sing-songy thing to him. And he uh, steps out of the hut and uh, embraces them both. And uh, he looks over to, to you folks. And uh, the two girls start uh, doing this little sing-song litany to him. And he speaks back to them. Um, Sarah uh, turns around and says, uh, uh, What is it you want to know? <laughs> Everything. Um, uh, are what about Aren't their what's going on with the big old stone thing? What's with the glowing stone exactly? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, well, he starts uh, a dramatic sing song. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's going to be the problem. Isn't it? <laughs> yes, yep. yeah. Oh, and uh, Sarah is repeating that uh, it's uh, it's it's their creation myth. Uh, it's it's their god. It's uh. Uh, he says, in, in uh, a long, a long time past, uh, his uh, his people came on uh, wooden boards. Uh, they were lost in the oceans, and there was a beacon uh, from the sea that drew them to this island. The beacon saved them, and uh, it's it's worshipped as their god. Oh, cool! How long have they been here? Uh, we, we we haven't figured out how they they mark time, but it's been oh. a really long time. Okay. Uh, Father has been on this island for. More than fifty years, and his how, his how father many, is here longer than that. And does he know how many fathers he's had before him? Uh, no. Oh, cool. So, um, would it be possible for us to see the star? Um, close to it. I can ask, but it's it's very important to them. Okay. Um, Could we trade <laughs> gifts? Could we give gifts? Is there a gift giving uh, thing that could make us? Um, okay, well, Sarah goes back and does the little singy thing and says, uh, if, if you want to, uh, make offerings to their god, I, I, I believe dad will let you go. Okay, um. What kind of offerings are normally given? Food? Uh, shiny things that are collected from the ocean are the, are the, the most revered as they are seen to be given, uh, given to the people from the god and, and, and to give back a portion of it to him, um. And she looks a little frightened at this, and, uh, you know, you kind of, uh, once again, I'm going off the rules that you had before. Uh, when she says that, she looks a little frightened when she says it. Is there human sacrifice involved in this gift giving? No, no, but, but the gifts are taken. They're really taken. They're not there. Well, well uh, I have are there this. Are there any others which live on this island? Um, no, uh, just, just my father's tribe. Are there any cave... Is there a cave network system? Uh, yeah, there are caves all over the islands. Okay, are there any caves near the lodestone? Oh, um, we've never been able to look very closely. It's, it really is a sacred spot to them. Okay. Has there ever um, been any talk of uh, other people or gods or giants or anything according to yeah. them on the island? Uh, well, uh, she converses and comes back and says, well, sometimes the god becomes angry and, and the island shakes. And, uh, hmm. does the god ever speak to the pygmies? Uh, father says the, the god speaks to him all the time. Uh, does he ever, do they demand food ever? Uh, water, gifts of that nature? Slave, no. do children ever get presented to the god? No, that's, and, uh, Audrey, who's the, uh, darker haired one, says, that's sick, no! <laughs> yes, Miss, Mr. Marlowe, can you please stop trying to offend these people? Uh, that's so there's no one here's called Joe, so we don't, we can't go down that road. Yeah, actually, that's fairly common amongst these cultures. Uh, uh, alright. 
Um, the father right. says something sing-songy out, and uh, Aubrey turns a very kind of a deep shade of red and kind of looks down and looks very embarrassed. Uh, Is she we... looking distinctly away from Bishop? No. Uh, what, <laughs> do you mind informing us it might be important? Um, um, fa- father says that if any of you wish to, to, to marry us, that he will trade for the woman in the back. Wow. <laughs> uh, tell him, wait, wait, y'all can leave, right? Uh, we haven't asked him yet. Can, well, if you intend to leave with us, then we would need you to confirm that we're right. If not, we may have to trade goods from our ship. Okay. Make- uh, there's some singing, songy back and forth. And, uh, the father, uh, goes, uh, climbs, uh, back up to his hut. And just, there's this, just deep, loud singing songing that comes from him. And soon there's some drums that are beaten around the campsite. Oh, and, uh, uh, people are, uh, are, uh, rushing forward. And they're, you know, there, there's a big, uh, looks like they're trying, they're starting a pit fire and people are bringing food out. And there's a mad ceremony happening tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, they've been here for about 12 years and they still have no idea how to speak to these people. They are pathetic. Can I start getting sense of the language bit? Uh, Since you have the linguist stunt, uh, you are starting to get the hang of it. Unfortunately, uh, the language is sung. Uh, Do you have a performance skill? (laughs) Not singing. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you, you think, you think that you might be able to, you're getting the gist of it. Uh, no, only, yeah. only Gavin because he has a stunt that allows him to do this sort of thing. So given time and hearing more of this, you're pretty sure you can understand it, at least the gist of it, but talking it might be a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think right. he'd be able to instruct me how to do it for him or translate? No, oh. You'll you have to ask. <laughs> I'll ask yeah. him. What's happening? Uh, you'd have no idea that I'm picking up the gist of the language. Yeah. <laughs> I will, uh, I will discreetly take out a couple of my knives. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so, uh, so Audrey, uh, turns back around to you and says, uh, yeah, you'll let us go. Um, you'll, you'll have to, um, give them things. Like, knives. yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So, <laughs> who, now, I know this is awkward. But, uh, who do you want to get hitched temporarily to? <laughs> yeah, she, she blushes really, uh, deeply and hey, says, hey, that's, that's, that's the tradition. Father will let us go if he believes that we'll be provided for. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, is, is there polygamy in the society? No, no. Oh, it's, uh, a, oh, good. All right. So we got to get two of us. Two of us guys got to get hitched. Uh, George, I, take a step I don't back. think so. You could try, but I don't think so. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I George no. has been eyeing the redhead. No, George. <laughs> no. Uh, so this, how it, well, aside from that, we mm-hmm. also, while this storm is going on, probably want to have a look around this island. Would it be? Would that be all right? Well, as you're uh, as you're discussing this, I mean, there's a whirlwind of activity going on around you. Um, the, uh, the person you're presented to do as the father actually kind of, uh, goes into his hut and brings out this, uh, very lavish, uh, kind of like a, a cloak that's made of very brightly colored feathers. And he kind of, uh, he, he kind of, not rudely, but he kind of, you know, pushes himself through your group, uh, to Miss Rackham. And, uh, Miss Rackham, oh, he, uh, no, he tries to, uh, no, no, he, he no, shows no. you the coat, uh, he shows you the coat and, nope. uh, he kind of I shows it off and then kind of offers it to you. <laughs> no. 
you may have to pretend that you are wedded for the moment in order to, <laughs> and also Jane, Miss Hively as well. Yes. Or, so, <laughs> so who's going to pretend they're hitched to these one of them? Rack? Uh, <laughs> well, Miss uh, Rack. Who am I standing closest to? <laughs> I believe, and you're very quiet. No, nope, she's. It's just her, her mic acts up sometimes, but I can I can understand you. I think you're standing closest to either Ethan Thane or, well, according to this, Ethan Thane or Marlowe. Yeah, I had come over to yeah. shake my head with the guy. <laughs> okay. And I'm asking uh, Audrey what is happening. Uh, Audrey says, I, I I think my father fancies your friend. Miss Rackham? <laughs> uh, you'll have to tell him she's already taken the lead. He, he is showing off this fine, fine coat of feathers. <laughs> um, I, try, try, trying to get around the imposing gentleman who's standing in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I am looking at him like I am about to, to hunt him into the ocean. I, All right, uh, I look at it admiringly, shake my head, uh, no, and uh, back behind Mr. Marlowe. Oh, okay. Well, he looks up at you, Marlowe, and... Uh, and does uh, a little sing-songy thing at you, and uh, points at uh, Miss Rackham behind you. Yo, translator girl, Roger. <laughs> uh, he he wants to know if if uh, you are life mates. Uh, tell him yes. Okay, there's a little. Uh, okay, he 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 has a bi- uh, uh, he has a big smile on his face, and uh, he goes to uh, try to grasp your hand. I. Uh, what is he doing? He's congratulating you. Oh, okay. I will grab his hand. Uh, he puts the cloak in your hand. Oh my god, this is going <laughs> horrific wrong all of a sudden. Uh, yo. Uh, Audrey looks a little embarrassed and he says, uh, father believes that you don't dress, uh, dress your companion well enough and offers this to you. Oh, true enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, you are. Uh, never mind. I'm not <laughs> Uh, I look at him and go, even I know you don't say that. I value my body parts, so I will, uh, I will, uh. um, I'm going to reach in and draw out a variety of, uh, coins and say that, um, say to Audrey to Trent, can you please tell him that we thank him very kindly for this generosity and this great gift, and that, that these may show our thanks as an offering? Hand out like a handful of coins, shiny coins. Okay, uh, she speaks uh, to her father, uh, standing next to her father and you. And her father looks at the coins and uh, makes a, a, a very. Well, you can definitely tell us a negative gesture. Mm-mm. I you, I have a knife. Uh, I hand it to him. First, will blade first. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I, uh, I grab a, I grab a little piece of wood to demonstrate, chop it off, and then hand it to him. Oh, yeah, he looks at it as, oh, and, yeah. uh, he, uh, he, he, you know, plays with it for a bit, cuts his finger a little bit, and, uh, admiringly, and, uh, he I takes, he takes Audrey, he takes Audrey's hand, and he takes, uh, <laughs> he, he takes, uh, Thane's hand. Yep. And uh, there we go. <laughs> nice. And uh, um, Audrey, Audrey I, says, um, I, "I believe we've just been married." Sweet. I I point to the other one, and then I point to Gavin, uh, and I had. I, I think that's the father's choice. Oh, I, I tried. I tried. Gavin. 
Oh, Get Gavin. on the slippery beside Jane. <laughs> no, I, I, um, Bishop, guess what? Uh, no, I have a light date already, sir. Right, but this is just for right now. And do you know how my wife will take it? Yes, I will. Oh, okay, I, well, there. Mr. George, what's his hand up? No. 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 I will point, uh, well. See, this is why he doesn't like my life. Von Hundergaard, how about you? I have no objection if you do not miss to the current circumstances. Ah, uh, this is going to be great. I can't wait to hear yeah. about there whether or not you have to prevent, present the bloody sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I I hand him another knife and point to the uh, or point to von Hundergaard and then point to the other one to to Sarah. Hmm. Yes. Um. Uh, okay, there's some, there's some translation, and Audrey, Audrey, uh, tells you back that, uh, fa- father doesn't understand, uh, why, uh, you pay bridal price for your friend, is your, and it does not think that your friend could provide for Sarah. Ah! <laughs> I could say something very insulting here, but I'm not. Uh, do you got any? <laughs> okay, um, I have a, well, we said, I've, I've got my archaeologists, so we have the very survival group, uh, stuff. Um, would I have a large camping knife or any large useful metallic? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, considering that you see they use basically stone axes, uh, you have yeah. some nice, uh, nice camp axes. Yeah. I, I'll take out one of those and I'll also offer my canteen as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, there's a, there's a conversation and he does the same thing where he, uh, links your hands together and, uh, they, uh, they both, uh, say something back. Um, and there's uh what looks like a, a very kind of rapid conversation uh going on there um and uh well uh, uh you know they they continue to set up for festivities when they're done talking audrey says uh that father wanted to make sure that we uh we accepted you uh as our husbands uh, does he know about engagement is that a thing or is there something that's expected to happen well uh Amongst the tribe, it would be a very long process where they would have to to prove that they would be able uh, to be good providers and that we believe that they would make good fathers of children. And But the, since you came from the sky and the ocean, they believe that, well, father believes that that can be, well, not necessary. All right. Uh, can you explain to him that they're that they are going to have to take y'all back to your uh, their families? Uh, so that everything is kosher, so that he doesn't yes, he expect understands. something to happen tonight. He does understand, but we will be leaving, right? Yes, yes. But he, Father wanted to make sure that we. Well, uh, yeah. This is uh, Audrey, and she is the one that blushes a bit uh, uh, rather quickly, and she does so, and uh, and she says that Father wanted to make wants he wants to know your character. The this. This, uh, thing they're putting together now, it's, um, he'll let us go and he'll believe that all will be well for us if, if tonight that you are able to prove your character to him. How should we go about, and how would we do this? It's different for, it's different for each person. Sometimes it's a contest of arms, sometimes it's a puzzle, sometimes Sometimes you have to bring something back from the ocean that shows that you are worthy. I see. So we'll have to pass this trial to uh, tie the knot, as it were. 
Well, f- for us to leave, I mean, uh, the, the, the knot has already been tied, but for all of us to leave here, you, you, do you understand? <laughs> yes, yes, so, so that he is certain that you are safe to leave with us and that we are fit well, to be. Well, no, um, well, yes, that, but, and Audrey's, you know, breaks down a little bit, and Sarah, who seems to be the younger but the stronger of the two, says, mm-hmm. what's, what Audrey's trying to say is that none of us can leave if he, well, if, if he doesn't believe your character is good. Um, we're married in the eyes of the tribe now, but the tribe can keep watch if you weren't worthy. Yeah, and keep us here. <laughs> <laughs> This is what fate are for. This is the best village. <laughs> I'm disappointed, though. I want to get to Egypt, because I'm not going to be here in two weeks. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, well, let's go... Um, how about... Can we go to the we, god now? Yeah, can we go to the god for present our offerings of thanksgiving that he has brought us to this land and oh, yeah. that we have gotten uh, another pair of strong wives for our community? <laughs> Uh, he, he says, uh, Audrey says that, uh, yes, we, we have to feast first and, uh, ah, prove their moral standing. Excellent. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, do, do we have to prove our, I gesture to those of us who acted like we were married already. Do we have well, to prove our standing? No. Oh, good. Uh, I have a question for you. Are they at all familiar with firearms? Well, some people, part of the part the, the crew that we were with before, um, they, they, I'm, I'm ashamed to say that they, they killed some of father's people not knowing that they're, that they were good people. Um, it was, it was quite brutal what happened then, but they didn't hold it against the rest of us. Okay, so they do know what the heck these things are. I'm pointing to my rifle and my pistol. They've seen them before, yes. Okay, just making sure. Well, so, time to get drunk and... <laughs> Actually, no. Mr. Marlowe, could I ask you to go and get various things which would look good as offerings so that we don't have to sacrifice the entirety of our supplies? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you can join us for the getting drunk later if you so desire to drown your sorrows in coconut. Hey, uh, Marlo, can you have this on the way back? I toss it the, the skin full of the coconut hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get drunk before I climb. That sounds retarded. Thank you for trying to murder me, though. Keep your fingers warm. So, uh, so yeah. At any rate, uh, yeah. There's a, a lavish feasting where um, they, uh, the the tribe has understood uh, that uh, Marlow and Rackham are 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 mates, and so they are not uh, bothered. Uh, your aid, though, Miss Rackham, um, is given oh, a got, lot. Of, yeah, is I given a lot of attention. Seven standing in for him. Oh, okay, okay. You are okay. Um, oh, yeah. Although I did try to trade for the cloak to give it to Rackham. No, he gave you the cloak. Awesome. I, yeah, I he gave it to you, believing that you should dress your mate better. I'll throw it around <laughs> Rackham's shoulders. Does she and accept I, it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> How does Rackham feel yes. about that? Yes, I, I I'll wear it. I will wear it. <laughs> Thank you for not insulting the tribe's <laughs> gifts. Yeah, you, Appreciate you, you may have a few obligations to fulfill later on, Miss Marla. I, hey, I can offer great apologies. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So that you, uh, I get the feeling that this entire tribe thing was a scheme from Marla. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to use this opportunity as much as possible to study this completely different culture, this unique society. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, so I'm just gonna we'll just cut ahead here where there there is feasting, there is games. Uh, the 
the the both the men and the women uh show off their skills at hurl, hurling their uh stone clubs uh they're incredibly good shots with them and uh they are angled in such a way that uh they work kind of like boomerangs they do kind of arc back if they don't hit a target uh could i try one sure uh what skill am i using uh what well would i be using <laughs> um i use weaponry yeah you would use weaponry that's awesome yeah. i i tried to barter for a couple of Do those not brain yourself <laughs> actually <laughs> if you uh if you step up and show that you're uh wanting to give it a try you know someone will hand you one uh yeah can, i want to give that a try yeah, sure that sounds awesome hey, give me a roll all right what minus well, just give me a roll first to see if. Uh, <laughs> All right, minus two. Boom! Ow! You stuck myself out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that did not work. All right, slash roll. You can do the buttons. You do to realize you can do buttons now. Yeah, right? I was trying to do not a at the moment, but the it moment. failed. Yeah. Uh, slash roll space forty f. Yep. Oh, no, okay, pretty good. Uh, yeah, you're, you're definitely not a, as good of a shot as the people that have gone before you. Uh, okay. but yeah, it's, it's a quite nice little weapon. Uh, you know, it's, uh, the one end is more bulbous than the other, so when it impacts, it's, uh, you know, it's Ooh. like a sledgehammer blow. When you miss, mm. uh, you know, the, it's got an arc where it, uh, you know, you haven't quite got the hang of that. So it does yeah. kind of come back towards you, but not enough that you can catch it. I'm going to try to uh, get someone to teach me. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the women are every bit as proficient as the men. Um, and actually, as you're going through the, uh, through this, uh, kind of feasting, what you find is that the, the society pretty much doesn't have designated roles. Uh, both the men and the women hunt. They seem to only take one mate, and when they do, it seems to be for life. Um, how long does that seem to be? Well, uh, it, it's, it's hard to say. Both, uh, Audrey and, uh, Sarah tell, well, that's just it. The, 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 the father that you've been introduced to seems to be the oldest, but other than the fact that he's stooped, you really, and he has white hair, his skin really doesn't show it in many other ways. It's very hard to determine how old he is. Hey, Bert, uh, with regards to the men and women, is it only the men pursuing the women, or does. Bishop no, get no, it's, yeah, Bishop does get bothered. <laughs> Uh, Audrey, Audrey, uh, will warn, uh, the rest of the people in the group that, uh, you don't want to accept a gift, uh, from someone else, uh, because it, it may be, uh, more than what you're, what you're intending. And so, yes, Bishop is followed around by, uh, <laughs> several, several women offering, she, oh, Audrey says food is okay, but. If they try to give you anything else. You know, I'm disappointed because none of them can read, and I kind of just tossed my card, Believer and Bishop, into the fire, knowing that it may be taken as more. Um, do they have cigars? Uh, nope, but they they have a, the, the coconut uh, beverage is very potent. Uh, and, George will uh, be introducing a few of them to cigars. Then. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, actually, what's their reaction to the fact that George is completely... Uh... Oh, sapient completely intelligent. Uh, like you He's would a treat a man from their point of view. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Is that the? Well, they have monkeys on the island, but they are very small, and the, he is, George is something altogether different. Um, mm -hmm. at first they assume that George is is a trained animal, but then once George is actually socializing and such, uh, unfortunately, several hours into it, you see that George has uh a jeweled necklace around his neck, and he's got a, <laughs> he's got a ring on his pinky, and there seems to be a very dark haired girl that is sitting on his lap for most of the night. <laughs> oh no, we no. 
that does not need to happen. I am not having a pygmy like harem for George. That is not. Let me the one that they bond once for life. You know? Yeah, but I'm not taking a pygmy. Hey, but it'll save money on uh, call girls. Yeah. Oh, Do you think George so is gonna? George is not these creatures. He's still going to want to sleep around. Anyway, uh, once uh, once once things get into full swing, the father comes by and he's he's now wearing kind of a headdress, and uh, you notice the headdress has several uh, what look like rubies and uh, emeralds in it, uh, uncut, like just the the raw stones. Nice. Uh, and it kind of peaks uh, so that his headdress looks like well, it looks like a very yeah, it looks like a, a stone outcropping with uh, these gems all studded into it. And uh, he starts his uh, sing-songing chant. It's very loud. And Audrey's translating. Um, so uh, the the gist of it is that uh, you you will be uh, brought before the god, and uh, the test of your character is for you to make him uh, for you to make the god speak. <laughs> no, wait, no. How do they know when the god's spoken? Are we talking island shaking here, or no, no? The shaking is anger. That would be very bad, says Audrey. <laughs> right. So, what corresponds to the gods talking? Well, you notice how their language is singing. Yep. The god sings. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't Good luck, luck one hundred guard. <laughs> Hope y'all have a swell time. I- Okay, what does ventri- what does ventriloquism go off? <laughs> uh, okay, um, oh, that's bad. I, okay, can I formulate a few uh, guesses here from my scholarship as to what this rock is? I mean, I'm thinking lodestone, of course, but this is plutonium lodestone from Fate University. <laughs> Honestly, until you see it, you can't okay. make any really informed. Plus, questions. I'll be the one who knows exactly what it is. <laughs> that's gonna be. You're an alchemist, not a physicist. We exactly. Need to just see this thing. Let's let's see. Yeah, this is an open thing. So, like, does who all can go up there? Is it just those two who need to do this, or can we help I, them? I or? would think we would all go along yeah. as a whole tribal thing. Yes, uh, yeah, the whole tribe is going. Everyone's going. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, we'll have to try and sneak back later. Let's scout, let's scout the area first so we know where we're sneaking back to. Okay. <laughs> you idiots. I, I know then. what you're thinking. I've already, I've already thought about it. Oh, <laughs> shall we go? As I stand up, check my accoutrements, <laughs> look to my stand supposed up straight in my bow tie. <laughs> yes. Look at my wife. Soraya <laughs> is gonna be so pissed. I'm sorry, since when did the God have a single relationship in this game? <laughs> Soraya is gonna be so, so pissed. pissed. Oh yeah. I have no Not idea. Not gonna tell. Her. I am. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and I'll tell everyone about the fact that you uh, you seem to have some obligations to fulfill here, seeing as you are now a married man. That's fine. <laughs> I have plenty of obligations. All right, uh, all right. So the uh, yeah, the tribe gets everyone together, and uh, you're. Not you're ceremoniously marched before everyone. You know they they kind of good naturedly shake their uh, their stone axes at you, and uh, <clears throat> so uh, you know it, it's. And Audrey says it's uh, you know it's it's part of the symbolism. You're being driven before the god. 
I love pygmies. I love yeah. pygmies. So uh, unfortunately, the way to the god is very treacherous. Uh, it, it involves climbing over vines, going up a uh, a sh- nearly sheer rock wall with uh, you know with rocks that come out beneath your hands and your and your feet as you're trying to scale above it. So I will need everyone, everyone, to make an athletics roll. Uh, do not roll for George or the other companion. Once again, they're... So that's going to be a five. Um, so... Actually, no, That if I get my specialization here, which is rough footing, then that's going yeah. to be a seven. Um, uh, Bert? Yes? Exactly what kind of role would I need to succeed at? Because if it looks like Ooh. it's going to be incredibly difficult for me to do, I may just jet back up there. Well, that that's your choice. Do you want to jetpack well, no, up I'm there? Just saying, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it it looks it looks hard. I mean, it I looks am like <laughs> average athletics. Is yeah. it extremely likely I'm going to fail? No, no. If you're average athletics, you'll be all right. Okay, then I'll just make a roll. Four negatives. Four negatives. Three negatives. Five. Okay. Uh, did anyone fail? No. No one failed. Uh, okay. Good. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, both Sarah and Audrey, uh, climb up just like they were born to it without any problem at all. So do the rest of the villagers. Uh, those of you that got lower numbers, you know, it, it takes you a little bit longer and there's some good natured, uh, you know, the, the villagers below you start, you know, pounding their axes below you as if they're driving you up the cliff. Yeah, they're doing it good-naturedly, though. They've, you know, they're. I've got a gun, damn it! This gun is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get to the top uh, of this uh, this final cliff, uh, what you see in front of you is this. Before you actually get there, you feel it. Um, there's like a a thrumming that you feel in your bones. It's you don't feel it in the ground, uh, but you can feel it like through your body. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, anyone who has metal objects on them. Me. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah. The, you notice that, uh, all, yeah, all, all metal that you have on you, uh, seem to be tugging. Oh no, I'm not, I'm, I'm it's not strong. It's, it's not strong. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a, a very, you can, you can tell, you know, it's not like pulling off of your body or anything, but there is, uh, there's definitely something, uh, uh can we tell the relative strength of the magnet, given that or, How far away are well, we very strong. There? I mean, obviously very strong if it's tugging at all the metal gear on you, but not so strong that it's, you know, ripping yeah. off your clothing and pulling educated, you towards... Ed- educated guess. When we get close enough to this thing to actually be in easy line of sight of it, are we likely to be magnetized and stuck to it? Uh, you don't know yet. Uh, until you start moving forward more to see if it increases, you won't know. Well, so the compass is on a chain. It is one ah. chain. Oh, yes. So you're looking at the compass, Gavin? Yeah. Is yeah it, the, does it have a chain with it? Uh, sure. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I wanted to know if it's actually pulling the chain. No, no, it's not. It's chain. not that strong. It's not that strong. Okay. But the compass is going okay. crazy. It's not pointing yeah. in one direction now. It's just spinning. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, hey, Audrey, could you talk to your daddy and see if, uh, Some like, yeah, like if if we should not be wearing metal near the god? Oh, it's not forbidden. No. Right. There's a difference between forbidden and dangerous. Well, go close to it. Go close to God with metal. Ever leave? Well, yes. Many of the offerings are metal. Okay. Sweet. Well, off we go. Off we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, the field doesn't get any perceptibly stronger. Uh, kind of the thrumming in your bones do, though. It's like, it's like, you know, if you, you went to a concert and they had the bass turned up really high, you can't really hear it, but you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's the sensation you're getting. There's just this thrumming going through that just is. 
is a load stone. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, did I, was that some really weird instance of echo there? Because I just heard such, such stuff. Nope. Yes, uh, that was me doing the bass soundtrack. Oh, right. <laughs> so as you go, uh, as you climb further up the cliff, yeah, you notice that the stone below you is uh, of a different material than before. It's, uh, it's, it's dense. There's fewer fissures. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what appears in front of you is this big, like spar that comes out of uh out of the cliff and it rises into the air a good 20 you know 15 20 feet um and the whole thing uh it's it seems translucent for a moment then solid the next and uh the thrumming is is even more intense the closer you get to it mm-hmm. um, oh, now I... yeah now you hear as you're as you're this close to it uh you actually do hear like a high pitched kind of a ululation in the air and uh, all the tribesmen around you uh kind of uh bow down kiss dirt mm-hmm. it sounds something like their language uh i do oh. i i cop uh would it be appropriate i i look at audrey is she bowing down to kissing dirt no uh audrey oh, okay. and uh, uh sarah are still standing and she prods you forward key. and says that you, you must uh you must face the gods well, the husbands calling. in particular. <laughs> oh, okay. What did you say? The the husbands in particular have to uh, face the gods. Forward yeah. towards Just the gods. Tell me what I can get my my lovely lovely alchemist alchemy rolper. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So you guys uh, get right up next to it, and uh, it's it hurts your teeth now. It's like it's like uh, having something with a very high volume next to you, but it's it's still utterly quiet at the same time. Okay. Except for this kind of high-pitched uh, song on the air. Uh, yeah, and the rock is going from translucent to solid and kind of just thrums along uh, with this uh, this feeling in your bones. Okay. Uh, and the closer you get uh, the, the, the metal items on your person, you're definitely feeling a tug. It's a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. So- Mr. Jetpack Guy, you're probably the one with the largest amount of metal on you because of that. Yeah. So- <laughs> Yeah. Jetpack, glass, everything are stunted is made of metal. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, mine, mine's an ultra ultra light metal on my uh, wing pack, so that's probably not magnetic. Your sword, on the other hand. Yes, that will be. Which is, I'm actually planning on using that to make this thing right. sing. So, uh, yeah, now that you're closer to it, uh, anyone, uh, alchemy is, uh, is, uh, not, not so much useful right now. Uh, at this moment anyway, but scholarship, yeah, any kind of scholarship role, if you've got any kind of background that would make you a, a geologist or have anything to do with uh, physics or science. I have a five, um, unless I can get, I may have read that. Uh, sure, yeah. Four Definitely. for Bishop with his background in all of his sciencey stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what, I'm, I'm now really glad I took the etiquette skill. Because <laughs> I've got a feeling that's going to be really useful in about ten minutes. All right, what's everyone else coming up with? Um, I don't. I, I got no background. Right. Yep, yeah. you got no background. Okay. Background. Those of you that uh, rolled, uh, you succeeded there. It, it is. Uh, it's a crystal, and uh, the whole thing seems to be one. Uh, one solid crystal. Okay, and it is. It's tuned. It's harmonizing with something. Uh. In the, in the ground itself. And that's what's causing this kind of high pitched sound is that it's, it's actually vibrating. If you put your hand on it, you can feel it vibrating. Wow. Hold on. Is there anything, does it look any, uh, if I've seen crystals inside the radios, 
We're looking at the yes. Side. Yes, like an oscillating crystal, right? We have found the <laughs> central quantum entanglement crystal. All right. Yeah. What? I have an idea. We need someone to talk in the radio. <laughs> they have no power. Oh, He's no, going to try to use the. Wait. You're going no, to try to use the I'm, quartz and I don't. I'm, think... not, I'm not going to because I don't have a radio. I'm, now my plan was actually. Okay. So I approach the stone. Um, if I lay my hand on it, it doesn't make a note or anything. Uh, no, but you can feel it vibrating beneath your hand. Okay. Uh, do you have any radio equipment or anything on you that uses electrical power? I have my quantum radio. That's ah, uh, yeah, and I believe that people tried to use the radios earlier. Uh, your radio uh squelches. Uh, squeals or actually just like die? Uh, no, squeals. Like okay. you're tuned to a bad yeah. channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that seem to cause any consternation? No, it, okay. it's not loud enough for them to hear it. Where they are, you guys—they're actually, you know, a ways away from you. Mm. Ooh, that means this thing has uh, a bound of a lot of electricity in it. That means we could charge stuff. It's built up a charge by stealing the elect- of everything around it. Does no, that make sense? No, 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 it doesn't. No, no. We're not gonna jump start the zeppelin with it. That will not happen. And, and we're not stealing their god. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that'd be so great. I, I, After I you're done, you... I plan on um, um, I maybe maybe just acquire a sample of it, maybe. Okay. Okay. Right. I wish to actually take out my sword. Um, and no doubt my sword is actually responding to it in the sense that it's being pulled towards it. But if I hold it steady and give it a flick, does it start producing a note like a uh, tuning fork? As it starts uh, your sword? No. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be caught in. It's, it's got a definitely got a pull towards the crystal. Yeah. Uh, and so when you slap it, it, it its vibration is muted because it's kind of pulled straight again, so it doesn't vibrate well. Uh, if I hold it at an angle so that it's constantly being pulled, but momentum, uh, sorry, uh, the natural spring in the metal causes it to... Yeah, same thing. It just seems to be, you know, it'll ring for a second or two, and then it just gets dull as it's kind of pulled one way, which stops it from vibrating. How would one, how would one make giant... What's, uh, what's Miss Rackham doing while the guys are checking out this, uh, this crystal? Um... Being very quiet and standing in the background right now. Okay. Do they do anything if I get close to it, even though it's the other two who are supposed to be doing stuff? Nope, not at all. Can I get a sample of it? How are you going to try and get a sample? Oh my god. No. Very no. carefully, kind of like. No, this. no, very no. Carefully, no. No. Very secretly. No. We all no. stop you. We all I'll pull stealthily you back. do it, doing like I'm examining it. I have I chips. I stab you, and stealing Marlowe's words here, I will stab you in the face if you You do. have to see me first. Yeah. Um, considering that no one is like keeping an eye on him, and if he's doing it like he's examining it like everyone else, I, I tell you what. <laughs> uh, Everybody make me alertness rolls, except for um, Bishop and Bishop. Uh, if you've got something like sleight of hand, or if you've got something like... Uh, stealth or burglary? S- yeah, burglary. Not so much stealth. I have a five. Okay, let's see here. Um, okay, uh, first chip is uh, for science. No, no, hold on. I don't want you to spend chips yet. Okay. This okay. is their general alertness roll. They don't necessarily have to okay. beat your roll. I've got okay. two. All right. Who has the... Uh, you've got a five... Uh, all right. Miss Rackham gets a four. Gets a four. Okay. Six. Six. Okay. Anyone else beat a six? Okay. Then, then only uh, Mr. Marlowe notices that uh, Bishop is uh, fiddling with something. Uh, you're the only one who notices. 
Slap him down. And you don't know what he's doing in particular. It's not like he's pulled out a hammer and a chisel or anything. He just seems to be fiddling with some stuff in his pouch, looking at the crystal. Bishop, um, Bishop? Yes? What are you doing? I want to see if it'll react with certain types of mixtures. I think I know what this might be. I have uh, an alchemy. Wait, you're, what type of mixtures are you talking about? Uh, just a, just a few, uh, basic, uh, COVID, uh, mixtures. Water. See what happens if you apply water. So that can give you a little basic ideas on what its chemical mixture is. I'm an alchemist, damn it! That sounds plausible. Yeah. All right. So what are you doing, Marcus? I'm going to go and see how it kind of reacts a little bit to, like, water and see if I can figure out, you know, basic stuff that I would have on me for alchemy, alchemy and also see if it's strong, if it's brittle. If it is a little brittle, can I, you know, you know how brittle is uh, it? It's not brittle. It's very strong. It seems to be, like I said, it's one solid crystal. Okay. It doesn't look like it's flawed either. Strange question, Bird. If I use one of my my metal lock picks, which is short um, and not nearly as flexible as a blade, can I get a clear tone if I flick it? Uh, same thing. Um, I mean, yeah, it does vibrate for just a, a second or two, but then the the field kind of dampens it. Um, and Marcus, you're trying different things on you. Uh, water non-reactive. Are you going to try some of the acids and bases that you carry with you? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a roll. Uh, well, it, it has no effect. You don't have to make a roll. Uh, ni- neither any of the acids nor any of the bases you have has any effect. Um, but neither would any of them react to glass or a pure crystal yeah. anyway. Yeah. So all it tells you is that it has no impurities. It's all it tells um, you. It's pure crystal. Um, wow, thanks. I'm, I'm going to take out one of the iron-based coins, so one of the probably lower denominators, and flick it into the air and see... Uh, how, uh, how strong the pull is. It's strong okay. enough to put it straight. No, no, it doesn't. Although it does, it does arc a little in the air and fall closer to the stone than, uh, you know, you kind of pitched it towards, but it's not strong enough that it just pulls it right out of the air. In which case, um, go. No, no, uh, you first. I was just wondering if it's pure crystal, what would happen if you rub it with some silk? <laughs> you want to try? Yeah. Alright, good enough. Um, hmm. What did you roll for your alertness roll? Uh, me? No, no, no. A four. Sharon. Sharon, a four. Okay, Sharon. Uh, you stroke it a few times with a bit of silk that you have on your person, and because your alertness roll is a four, I'm gonna allow you an athletics roll. <laughs> that? Yeah. Give me, uh, give me an athletics roll. Ooh. Okay, what's the total? Zero. Zero. Okay, uh, you notice that, uh, one, there is a, almost an instant reaction. I mean, you just, like, swipe it a couple of times, and uh, your hand gets very tingly, um, and something just, you know, the, the, the thrumming in your bones starts to get very painful, and you're, uh, you realize something's about to happen. Uh, are you going to spin chips or not? It's up to you. You, you can or can't. I'm not... This isn't a death uh, scene. If uh, <laughs> I, I, I will spend, tell you if it's a death scene in advance. <laughs> I will spend one chip. You okay. are kinder than I am. <laughs> All right. So uh, very good. Okay. So something just tells you that uh, something's about to happen. So you kind of move out of the way quickly, and uh, your silk cloth. Uh, it there's they're sparking, they're smoking, and the cloth just bursts into flames. There's no metal objects still stuck to the thing, are there, from previous offerings? No. Yeah. Okay, I would um, just, I don't know, it's probably well worth but just to try, I'm gonna try and put my hands on it and open my mouth. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, your teeth hurt real bad. If you have any fillings, uh, they they are yeah. <laughs> oh no! I, <laughs> Excruciatingly painful. I, that would fillings <laughs> would screw over my performance. There you go. You know, it's yeah. It just your it, your your bones hurt. It's right, like your whole body though. seems to be vibrating. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll take my hands off then. Um, mm. That coin from earlier, I wish to flick it with a little bit of force, actually, at the stone so that it should connect. Mm. Okay. Uh, any uh, note, result, or anything else? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it does, uh, it sticks, uh, and there's a flash, like a, like a static, uh, uh like a static charge, um, and the, uh, the coin rolls off. Uh, you notice that the surface that attached to it is scorched and the metal is melted. Okay, but it fell off, meaning that, that the area did. Do you pick up the coin? The coin. Uh, I wait until it cools down, or I use a piece of cloth. Yeah, yeah it's warm to the touch, uh, but not so much that it burns you. But the coin feels different. Yeah, it should be a magnet. All right. Uh, that is a good question. Are there any caves around, Bert? Not that you can see, no. Okay. Uh, one thing I'm what's the crystal actually? Is it like someone took a huge lump of crystal and just jammed it into rock, or how is it actually in the ground? Yeah, it looks like it's growing out from the rock. I mean, you see some other uh, smaller crystals going around the base, but just this one piece uh, is just longer and thicker than the rest. It seems to be growing right out of the rock face. Right. Uh, so it's probably that it was there embedded in a rock, and then erosion caused it to wear away. Anybody got any reason to know some geology? Yep. A little bit, yeah. All right, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I might have read something about that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make people roll, but just looking at the cliffside, actually, it looks like at some time in the past, this okay, no. it sheared off, and this uh, this crystal was exposed. Like looking down, you can see the jagged bits of rock below, and you can see this is this whole top is like a very clean break. Um, yeah, maybe maybe the island's volcanic. You don't know, but uh, at some point, the side of this cliff shattered. Okay. Um, at last, I'm going to take out the quantum. Well, sorry, people have got caving questions. Yeah, you don't see any any obvious caves just by looking around. Well, if they be underground, then we wouldn't, would we? Um, So we're supposed to, well, these two at least are supposed to just make it sing, or we're supposed to all make it sing, or what? The pair of us are meant to. We are meant to make it sing. Yes. In uh, trying to take out that quantum radio and try making a few sounds through it. Uh, see if we can get if it will produce a note on the other end, or if it's just going to continue squawking. The uh, the crafts guy actually should know if everyone's been talking out in the open. Um, Gavin, I mean, if this really is an oscillating crystal, I mean, it's definitely within your knowledge how to make a radio out of it. For instance, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still need power though. Yes, you do. No, do you need? But it already has power. Too. That has power. Oh. yeah. Actually, the thing is, um, our quantum radios clearly do have power this close because they're producing sound again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gavin, do something! Yeah. Is my sonic screwdriver working? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, don't want me to do what I really want to do. Take a chip. <laughs> nope, take a chip. Uh, okay. your sonic, turn on your sonic screwdriver and uh, it's got a loud, uh, kind of piercing tone going off from it. I'm going to try my goggles. Do they work? Uh, yes, although you're seeing some really funky stuff. <laughs> Ooh, uh, there's like a... I'm sorry, give me just a second. You look through your goggles and uh, like the whole area is like bathed in a rainbow. 
there's just light and colors reflecting off everything. You're looking at the people around you. Their bodies are kind of thrumming and glowing with different colors. What happens if I fail? Marlo looks kind of black. <laughs> black and evil. What happens if I fiddle with the um, uh, sliders? Same, same thing. Uh, you're really not able to focus it or anything. It's getting power, but it seems like it's being overloaded. Uh, talking into the uh, quantum radio, making okay. it down to IRN, did that do anything? Um, let me think. Did you guys, so, so everyone who has a quantum radio is basically here because the only other person who had one was, uh, ah, Bob! Yeah! <laughs> you get, Bob comes over the radio and he's, he's screaming at you, turn it down! What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, okay, so no result from the actual crystal itself, though. No. Yeah, if you want, I can try and give it a resonant frequency from the Sonic, but I don't think that might be a good idea at the moment. Uh, Ooh, as as we could. Well, I, no, I don't know. I have but no, knowledge. Um, crystal what radios do don't do? actually need a power source. It's actually, they use the vibration, I think, of the antenna to actually work. It's, yeah, it's just vibrating. The vibrations are enough to give you sound and stuff from the radio waves. You don't actually need a power source. Yep, you just need the power source to broadcast. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, but you can pick up without yep. a castle. Yep. <clears throat> um, see, what do you need me to do? What? Okay, yeah, can um, Gavin make a crafting roll at all to tell us what well, position? What is Gavin doing? What is what is Gavin doing? So your 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 device is operating, although it's making some strange kind of high pitched noise. He's turning the game into a robot. Okay, so yes, your device is squealing at you. Yeah. Has it actually got power? It just oh, it's got power. Oh, it's got power. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, what frequencies are coming in? Is it sure. Getting across uh, all the frequencies and stuff? Yeah, yeah, actually, no, it, it's one specific frequency that it's just, it's an incredibly powerful, you know, uh, oscillation that's going on. And so yes, you see the number there on your little thing. <laughs> and actually what you're getting, the feedback from your device is it's, it's also oscillating at that frequency. <laughs> I want to try and yeah. put um, uh, one hand on it and try and see if I can hum and just go, you know, go down the scale and see if I can get it to react to any pitch. Do you have performance singing or performance at all? Uh, I have perform and I... Give I me a roll. Do... Give me a roll if you have perform. In my backstory, I know I did some performance, some yep. musical performance to pat out the magic. Uh, unless you have like perform singing, though, you do not have perfect pitch. So... <laughs> No, but I mean, it's yeah, not. Yeah, but let's give a original. roll. You might still be able to hit it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, the crystal explodes as the as the other items that began to resonate at the same frequency. Uh, you notice they were kind of overloading. Uh, you basically uh, there is a violent spurt of blood out of your mouth. Uh, out of your eyes. Uh, do you have three boxes of, he- of uh, health? Let me check. If you do, oh, just take good. a box three. <laughs> okay, you're not a fit husband for the wife. You're dead. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything related to being physical at all. No, no, I mean, how many boxes of physical damage can you take? I don't have any endurance. So. Oh, okay. You, so, okay, you can't take a box three, which means you're going to have to take a consequence... Uh, or be taken out for the scene. I'm not being taken out, damn it. Um, I will take the consequence of, um, 
it's I it's a mild it, it's a mild, mild yeah. consequence. Yeah. So you can simply go with of Beal's queasy as he swallows the blood to not show it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. um, All right. I wish to get a long piece of thick twine or string, and I wish to get a blunt metal object for my pack. Uh, what could be used here? Uh, any any people, number of things. Yeah. You find a tin of of spam. I whatever. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I can give you a lock pick. Uh, it needs to be a little larger. Tie it together, and I basically want to start. Uh, well, get some discipline, people. Make sure I'm not going to brain anybody. Start swinging it. See if that's a good idea. That's whack God. <laughs> well, he's, you're not hitting it. You're just you're just uh, making. You're basically yeah, making a rotational magnet against its own field. Um, interesting. Um, hmm. Okay, did you, uh, did you hit it against the crystal first or did you just start swinging it? Um, I just started. Uh, well, I, sure, I'll start swinging it, no result, then I'll touch it. Uh, no, wait, okay, so you start swinging it before you, before you hit anything. Uh, what are, what, what kind of attachment is it? What are you, is it rope? Is it, uh, what are you swinging? A piece of twine. Alright, yeah. piece of twine. Alright. Uh, you start swinging it. Um, and, uh, you start, uh, you get it at a good, you start getting it at a good spin going on. Uh, then suddenly the, uh, piece of metal, uh, goes whooshing off the end of the string as it burned through the rope and goes hurtling towards the crystal. Okay. <laughs> Doc. Okay. Uh, it strikes the crystal. There's a big flash at the impact. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it drops off the crystal. Uh, the crystal has like, uh, some, like, carbon scoring on it now. Mm. Crap. Does that change the pitch at all? Nope, the but pitch didn't now, change. But now I'm guessing that if I test it, the can is now magnetized, correct? Yes, to everything except for the crystal. If you try to put another piece of metal to it, it sticks. But it doesn't stick to the crystal anymore. Ah! Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, if you if you play with this a bit, what you find out is if you try to approach the crystal with it, you're now having a repulsion. Uh, ah. Yeah, it pushes against it. Mm. Okay. Um, get more securely attach it with perhaps thicker string and start again. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, at this point, uh, I mean, nothing nothing happens now with it. I mean, you roll it around. It, I mean, you're not uh, unless you're getting closer to the crystal while you're doing it. There's no difference. If you get closer to the crystal, your orbit kind of gets oblong as it's being kind of pushed away from the crystal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no other results. I like to Audrey. How do they normally make it sing? Um, only father's ever been able to make it sing. What did he have on him? Um, I don't know. He brought some offerings. Bits of metal, some scrap that washed up on the shore, some, I don't know. There's no, no sign of any of that left lying around. No. Any sign of molten metal or scorching around the edges of the crystal? Ah, um, okay, take a chip. Yay. Uh, there are, uh, once you start looking around, you at first thought they were just more of the kind of rubble floor, uh, because it's all kind of bleached, this kind of whitish color. Uh, when you start looking and moving around these things, though, you, you find that the, instead of it being rock, it's like molten, you know, it's, it's basically slag, yeah. uh, metal that's been melted and deformed and started to pool. Does the god often sing when it's given offerings? Uh, only for father. Ace but father was the only one who brings metal? No, not all the time. It's, it's only happened a few times. 
Have we been trying magnetic and non-magnetic metals? Do we know about that such thing? I don't know. So far, you've only tried common metals, nothing that's been already magnetized. You have no, I mean, non- mean, like aluminium, which aluminium isn't magnetic. Compass. Yeah. Aluminium? What the heck is aluminium? We, mean, oh, we have, yeah. no, we, yeah, we actually have the stuff. Well, yeah. Napoleon had it for his plate. We have aluminium. But, um, no, my wing cloak is aluminium probably, so. Yep. Yeah, good enough. Yeah, there's no attraction or repulsion to it. It just, you know, it's, Okay. Just as, mm. Although you can still feel the vibrations through it. Mm. Um, I'm going to leave a coin at the base, see if it's actually liquids, uh, attracted liquids, which will cause it to vibrate and produce a note. Why, what are you doing in specific? Um, I take out a few metal objects and ask, is this about the same size as uh, the offering which your father leaves? Holding out. He brings different offerings. Um, bits of, of aircrafts, uh, uh, wires, uh, bits of equipment sometimes. You remember what he brought when he made his thing? Um, I, I don't know. Um, uh, it's, it's a box. Um, have these, have these glass tubes in it. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Babbage machine. I'm going to. About. Yeah, no. I do have something I want to try. There are other bits of crystals aside from this big huge one, right? Yes. I think it is, can, is one of the, can get one of those loose, or is one of the, are they loose, uh, uh, to take out, or? Are yeah, they you all can. stuck in the rock as well. No, they're okay. stuck in the rock, but you're able to, you know, with a little bit of effort, you're able to pull one out. Okay. And are they vibrating, as far as I can tell, at the same frequencies, or not? No. Okay. Stupid thing here. What if I tap the big crystal with the little crystal? Ah, the little crystal starts vibrating. Um, actually, uh, you feel, uh, well, since you work with electronics, uh, you're, it, there's a mild electric current running through your hand when you do that. Yeah. Something basic that I'm missing here, but I can't think what it is. <laughs> Feedback loop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to set up. We're going to set up a feedback loop. I do. Sometimes it's those turn out one. pretty well. Yeah, one that we can turn worry, off after a second or two. Yeah, I'll I'll I say sticking I'm out. I'm just trying to keep my mouth shut because yeah, I don't know science. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Gavin would know that. Uh, yeah, a feedback loop is gonna is gonna produce just a, uh, basically a squelch. Um, it it right. shouldn't harm either any crystal, but it will produce a squelch. Right. Also, uh, I make Which, sure, since he got a piece and they didn't seem to bother, I get another piece of crystal mm-hmm. and kind of like put it in a sample bag. Okay. Yep. Uh, you guys have been out here examining this now for like a good 15, 20 minutes. And, oh, right. uh, the natives behind you, you know, they're still kind of bowed down, but they seem to be getting a little restless. Uh, Ms. Rackham, are you photographing anything, by the way? No, don't do it. Oh, if you do photograph things, then it'll probably get you some awful photographs. I'm not, uh, I was not photographing anything. Okay. Alright, um, what do I think will happen if I start emitting different frequencies? Uh, well, uh, given your crafting, it depends on whether it's a harmonic or a, a uh, destructive frequency. Yeah, let's not go, let's not go destructive at the moment. Later. Later, yes, but not at this moment. <laughs> if he ever needs to make any rolls, I will assist him. Yep. Uh, you still, sure. well, um, a harmonic frequency would, uh, well, a non-destructive uh, waveform, a harmonic waveform, should amplify mm-hmm. and change the frequency. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Otherwise, that's what I was hoping. Mm-hmm. So we'll give that a go. All right. Um, using your device? Yep. Okay. Uh, your device... Uh, if, up. Yeah, pretty much. But before it does, uh, it 
harmonizes with the crystal. And so the background kind of high pitched sing, uh, like singing type of voice is going changes. And, mm. uh, the natives behind you, uh, all, uh, they, they all stand up and they start cheering. Thank you, Jack. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you've changed the frequency, uh, just for a short moment, but, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah your, your device is taken out for the <laughs> remainder of the, uh, so. session. <laughs> well, I was pretty much lucky to have it anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can provide for my wife. How about you guys? <laughs> My wife's not here. <laughs> Actually, uh, the, the elder, uh, the father comes up and, uh, it's, it starts, uh, chattering away. Audrey, uh, translates for him, uh, basically, it, it's, it's, it's accepted that, uh, hmm. the god's spoken and it says that you are all worthy. Right. Now we just need to figure out how to turn this thing off. <laughs> yeah, we do what I did, but with a different frequency. <laughs> Should we run uh, at the same time? Uh, I I will add uh, that they probably be did somewhere away they, from the island when we do so. They yes. did <laughs> they did say that um they did say that this storm will pass eventually, and as long as we can manage to get the airship to drift far enough away to um, power it restored, we shouldn't need to do anything destructive. Actually, the storm is still ongoing, right, at the moment. At the moment, yes, but the crystal's also still pulsing as well. And they did yeah, say... Yeah, no. Um, I think it's the other way around. The storm builds up and causes the the wind and such, causes the, uh, the lightning and the storm, causes the crystal to vibrate. Well, it would be interesting... It on itself and makes a huge mess, but it'll eventually die down. It would be very interesting if you got a very large coil of wire wrapped it around before it burnt off and uh, earthed the other end. Yes, it would. It would indeed. We should try this for science. No, we shouldn't. No, we should no, wait until the storm dies down. Yeah. Okay, then let's get out of here and let's yeah. go to Egypt. Once the storm dies down, we should be able to get the airship to, dri- uh, the airship to drift off a fair enough distance and hopefully power will return. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's hope we get distracted on our way to Egypt. <laughs> I'd so, uh, Egypt. I'm rather looking forward to returning. All right. Not- so, uh, what do you guys do then? You just gonna go back to the ship? Uh, I mean, they're, they're continue the feasting and, uh, the father, uh. I wanna go spelunking. <laughs> looking yeah, for caves. Show, yeah, put on a show yeah. of happy married life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, wait. All the accoutrements of happy married life? No. No. <laughs> Alright. Well, um, let's, uh, let's, uh, go ahead and jump ahead then. The storm does eventually dissipate in the next, uh, couple of hours. And, uh, when it does, when the storm actually calms down, the lightning and thunder go away, uh, you're in the village, uh, you know, once again, uh, probably helping Audrey and, uh, Sarah pack up, uh, their belongings. Uh, there is a incredibly bright flash of light, uh, that just kind of peels off into, uh, uh, into the skies, like, uh, just a bolt of light that comes off the cliff you were just on and, uh, just kind of streaks out into the sky. Yes, electrical discharge. Yeah. And the skies are clear, and yeah. storm stopped. Weather's back to normal. I'll go check and see if our electronics are working. Yep, uh, batteries are all drained, but uh, you know you're able to find that uh, your the the airship is able is is starting to produce uh, you know electricity again. So batteries are slowly charging. Um. Right. Well then, shall we depart? It's it's going to take a bit for the batteries to get a full charge, but. Uh, Eventually, well, ladies, uh, unless you guys want to do something specific, then we'll just you know, move ahead to when everything is fully charged. Talk of ladies to the I, I, I was, I wanted to be exploring around the caves and uh, see how close I could get to the god and see if I could 
do some exploring of the caves and whatnot. Um, it, that would take a long time to be able to find out if there are any caves to go directly there. Yeah. We, don't, we don't really have time for we know well, the place on our map. Well, ask, let's see if there were, besides the people who have crashed here, are there any other visitors? Um, actually, uh, if you do ask and it gets translated for you, by this time, Gavin, you're, you're, you're not, you can understand what they're saying by this time. Oh, um, okay. Well, just, yeah, I, there, I, there I have been, <laughs> there have been a number of, of actual people coming to this island o- over time from wrecks that have happened. Uh, actually, you were shown to a cave that is where they bury, uh, these people and their people as well. Uh, and it just oh. kind of stretches on in front of you where they've got, you know, their bones. They, what they do is the, they're, they're desiccated. They don't bury. It's, it's, they're left out inside this cave where, you know, it's, it's fairly dry and they eventually desiccate. So you're looking into this long cavern and there, it's just, there's bones laying out just as far as you can see. You know, everyone else but us must suck if no one else has managed to get away. Oh, no, you're, you're told that uh, many people attempt to make rafts. We don't know what happens to them. I, no one's, yeah, no one's I, ever yeah, come the back. The fact that none of us have ever heard of this place means <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> no, I suspect that the reason we're getting away is because we have a very advanced airship and we didn't crash, whereas they will have been on ships. Some of them would have been on um, water, you know, actual water ships and mm-hmm. stuff, so they should have been able to get away, but no, they all suck. No, because uh, they use a very steep cliffs and uh, all yeah. their navigation equipment would have been killed by the electrical it, It's not that hard to navigate. It's really not. I mean, you get a clear night sky. It, it, it is when you don't realize that your compass is telling you to run into this really big cliff face. Yeah. Right. Well, what what the what the problem with the ships is is the island's actually surrounded by a coral reef. Uh, yeah. Most of them don't make it to the island. It, yeah. They're they're all ripped apart outside. Yeah. It's just. I mean, hell. We lost Sharon. Bye, Sharon. Bye. All right. Well, she obviously wasn't happy with married life. No. <laughs> uh, who can blame her? No one's happy with married life. Not the mom, no. Alright then, so uh, my vote is that we depart unless anyone really wants to hang around. Alright, well, um, so uh, you're off and uh, moving you to a new map. Yeah. <laughs> and we will be re- using uh, quantum radios to alert uh, Bob to say, oh look, there's an island here where you might want to let people know there's an island here where the kind of navigation screwed up. Mm-hmm. Alert, shipping, and traffic. Mm-hmm. We mark it down on our own charts. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, like it needs adventure music again. <laughs> yes, off into the wild blue yonder with our new map here. Mm-hmm. Here you go. I- I'll give you a snippet. <laughs> <laughs> you just like playing with your toys, don't you? Oh, I like the jukebox feature. Eventually, I'm going to have sound effects. <laughs> All right, so uh, off again. Uh, you're already uh, a little bit over a day uh, into your two and a quarter days of your trip to uh, Cairo, and mm-hmm. uh, you finish off another day uh, just fine. Uh, sailing's good. Now, uh, now nice we've got, got to give up more of the rooms now because we have additional passengers. Yes, of course they could be staying with their new husbands. Mm. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so Christian, oh, George's bride. I won't push it right now. Oh, that's up to you. George wants to bring her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George doesn't have to prove his worthiness. Oh, he was with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Does anyone dare tell? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I hate so, you. 
Do you allow? Do you allow George to bring his bride? <laughs> I, aside from us running away, I don't know how to get without you know being really terrible about it. How to get uh, away it's up, the bride? It's up to you. I mean, you can you can explain that uh, that George is not <laughs> uh, human. <laughs> it's not. Is yeah. is of an incompatible race. <laughs> yeah, let's. I I will I will do that. Uh, that's yeah. just. But on the other hand, she was very happy for the time they were together. <laughs> yeah, she. I'm not stealing a pygmy woman from her tribe. She's not going to. She's not going to exist well within the modern world, much less being in a bestiality relationship. Hey, hey pirates! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that's what I was going. Oh, gods over. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not handling that crap. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to add Sharon back in. Give me a second. They don't so help me charge up my laser. There she is. You know, for those two women, it's going to be yeah. like they just stepped into a sci-fi novel or something. <laughs> yes, and it's going to be very difficult. And uh, on the horizon, just as you're starting, uh, as you're uh, not uh, not too far from making landfall again, uh, you see uh, a very large... Uh, Zeppelin, uh, that, uh, dispatches a few, uh, smaller biplanes, uh, <clears throat> off of its deck, uh, that is, uh, coming towards you. And I think that's where we will, uh, we will call it for the night is, uh, you have this, <clears throat> you're not quite sure what. It's not like they're flying, you know, pirate flags or anything. <laughs> but a Zeppelin right. has just disgorged a number of biplanes. Yeah, no response from radio. <laughs> Uh, okay, we can, we can do that. Uh, you try to hail them on the radio. Uh, there is no response. We're dead. Uh, <laughs> no, the radio broke. They just want to come and get some help. <laughs> Which is why they're sending four. It's like, to come to work. Okay. Yep. Right. Can um, I just, uh, a tiny little scene? Sure, go ahead. There's a, a small scene, uh, of Ethan talking to Audrey, saying, offering to put her up in his home if, until she gets sorted out. And at that point, we hear over the radio, tried to contact them, they're not replying, we're dead. <laughs> Just as she's about to say, but, but, you're my husband. <laughs> oh, you think you're going to get out of this easy. How cute. <laughs> I, I, I'm the guy who surrendered his room to her and is now not sleeping in it, he's giving it over with money. No, no, he, Ethan isn't, doesn't have a problem with them sleeping in the same room. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I am making no illusions that, as far as uh, as far as Hunter is concerned, that wasn't really a marriage. This was just yeah. That ain't kosher, Ethan. That ain't kosher <laughs> at all. Hey, Ethan's from Ethan Metabol born and raised. These are the new generation of people. Yeah, he's he's got the hammock he can hang up in his room. Yeah, she <laughs> is a child, and y'all ain't married. That ain't that ain't. Kosher. She's no, not a child. Isn't. That's really not kosher. Yeah, I, I may end up with the I may end up with the uh, third ladies, person uh, in my room. Uh, ladies, if you're okay, you can use my cabin. I shall use the communal area. How old were they anyway? I thought they were like. Yes, no, no, they're they're teens. They one one of them might be eighteen, uh, but she's lost track of time, so she's not sure. And the other one is younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've been living in a pygmy culture. They're not acculturated. They're not what we would consider reasonable adults yet. They need to have the ability to choose before that happens. And they, you just yeah. robbed the cradle. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ethan is like 20 something. Right. But at the same time, you didn't lose 12 years of your life being a slave to some pygmies. No, no, no. It's, it's, it depends on Ethan's character. Is Ethan a gentleman or yeah. is Ethan not a gentleman? Ethan can <laughs> honestly know. make her, make her a married woman when they get back to Metapole if he so wishes. Yeah. <laughs> he I, might, I, he might not. I yes. am letting you know. You and I are going to have problems if you do that. <laughs> what, marry her? Or just <laughs> let her let her share the cabin? <laughs> yeah. I might just do that just to piss you off. <laughs> there are hammocks. You can, you, can you can hang a hammock. Just hang another hammock. Yeah, yeah the monkey. They have my room. I am sleeping in the communal area. I put up the hammock. It's for the paradise. There you go. Um, yeah, get used to company in the communal room because I don't intend to stay shy of it just because you're sleeping there. <laughs> that, that's fine by me. I've you can always sleep with the apes night. in the hold. <laughs> well, I said you can always sleep in George's room, but just <laughs> be careful. He actually prefers yeah, the hammock. Because... Yeah, George is sulking the whole time back. <laughs> robbed him of his child bride. <laughs> God, George, oh. stop being like the worst. Stop I, I, it. I thought she was just small. I didn't realize she was a child. No, not not really a child, but she's a pygmy, so she's child sized. Yeah, George, yeah. you would split her in half. You would split her in half. Um, they were there for a while. You don't know what they got up to when they got married. No, they, they never they didn't have enough time for. <laughs> yeah, you did. Actually, you waited until the storm was over. Bert that she was sitting on his lap, no part. Yeah, no, he would have split her in half. George sides in his defense that she chose me, man. She chose me. <laughs> George, stop being the worst. Stop it. Yes, yeah, so you're going to have a drunk ape on your hands as he. Bestiality is not Brown. a lot to comfortable with, George. Good grief. There's some testosterone poisoning going on around here. <laughs> Uh, it's just too funny of making George that way. Just too funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to stop it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we will, we will stop there with potential air pirates on the way. Um, that, that was, uh, that was a good one. I was expecting you guys to actually, uh, shoot first and, uh, go through a big battle there, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I figured you would. <laughs> We're investigators, not murderers. We were expecting to find some guy behind the curtain that we would kill. That's what we were expecting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very disappointing. I didn't get to explore the caves to find the secret evil mastermind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, it's gonna be a guy with a microphone. We could drop you and, uh, and George off. I'm sure George would enjoy living there. Uh, two XP. We'll do two XP. And we will have, uh, this possible confrontation and our landing. You're heading to the University of Cairo, by the way, is, uh, where you're meeting right. with the NAGS associate. And then from there, finding out where, uh, uh we, Tesla's place is. We have a uh, conflict in which we introduce Ethan Saint to morality, and then we may perhaps get onto airship pirates. May, <laughs> may perhaps, may perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So, so you didn't do the cool stuff that I was hoping you would do with, uh, with that, those figuring out where that beam went. <laughs> Yeah, so I, ha I have the, yeah. So the there's, beam. There, there's satellites? No, 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 no. Just, uh, does anyone have, uh, have an inkling as to what the beam, uh, may be? Uh, yes. It, it was a beam? I don't even know that there was The a big beam. flash of light at the end when it discharged. Oh, huge I, I, beam. Yep. That's an electrical discharge, but uh, I guess it could. Yeah, function, so did I. <laughs> I guess it could function like a large LED. It's just 
a light-emitting crystal. So yep. there's, there's too many things that you could have as transmitting yes. power to X yes. for stories to actually pick yes. which one you were thinking it's of. It's the refueling station for the Sky Cities! No, I was just having fun with it. it. The beam shoots off to the southwest, right around the Devil's Triangle area. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, you're, Ethan was a street urchin. You're never going to teach him morals. Yeah. But he's pre- he's pre- he's pretend he's pretending to be a gentleman though. So yes, yeah. the keyword being pretending. I don't care if I teach you morals. You're just not going to statutory rape someone. What? That ain't happening. They're married. What was? The yeah, name? it depends on the name of the right now. What the I, no, 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 no. I don't. Sorry, give a it's not church and metal, so it's not legal. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't care about the laws. And this airship doesn't have a ca- uh, captain, so you're not getting out of it that way either. It's 18, 1900 something. Yeah, yeah, but the problem isn't her age. It's that she doesn't know anything about society. Mm-hmm. And what the, what the possible... Yes, and if she chooses, Ethan, after she learns about, <laughs> you know, other people and that... Yes, what were you assuming? And that she wouldn't, uh, you know, learns not to throw stone axes at people she doesn't like. And Yeah. You know. uh, also, I realize that the two of them will probably be talking to each other in the sing-song language when they think no one else can hear. But of yes. course. <laughs> that is a point I will have to make sure. When I get another point of scholarship, I'm going to take that language. <laughs> I'll make sure she teaches me. Yes, you're going to need to take some perform to actually be able to talk back, though. <laughs> I have. You have performed, that's right. Yes. So, yes. You okay. perform quite well with a bloody Ivy with everything. So, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that went different than I expected. I did actually fully expect you guys to, uh, to attack the pygmies or do something threatening. Um, yeah, you came close to exploding the crystal. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we didn't play it. We were, yeah. it wasn't off the table at any point. I, I, I did <laughs> expect that we would get through. We had blown up the p- crystal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they oh, would be oh. pretty pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I think you would have yeah. the combat at that point. Um, yeah. I, I did expect we get through the island and and the airship uh, airship showdown, but uh, that's all right. <laughs> oh, we took an hour before we left Metapole. <laughs> that is true. That is it true. It did take us like an hour to figure out what to do with the crystal. <laughs> Well, no, we just messed about with that. We had no idea. Yeah, we were sort of reluctant to do anything too bad in case it blew up in our faces. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem, is that I did not... That's right, you know, just like, okay, I'm going to do a resonant frequency thing with my sonic and just get to it that way. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking a couple different things. I just don't have enough science to go, aha! And uh, what the father had done is that at a couple of points, he had sacrificed a radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I was sort of suspecting. Yep. Yep. That's why I started on the crystals in that way. I wouldn't, if we had sacrificed the watch, would that have done it, given a quartz watch? Well, we don't have quartz watches at this point. They're oh, all wind up. No. Oh, oh. oh well. That's why I was trying things with the crystals and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, that, I was thinking about doing, tapping several of them and seeing if we couldn't create a little harmony. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, yeah. If you got a a, a a harmonic uh, yeah. uh, frequency going with another crystal, yeah. Uh, yeah, destructive would have been uh, would have made an angry voice from the god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would have we could have done things with that, but I decided no, we'll go hot, we'll go nice. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but then I thought it's really fun to watch these people. Yeah. It's fun. I was really hoping that Rackham had decided to take pictures of the uh, the scene. I had something set up for that. Oh, 
Foiled. Foiled. Wouldn't it um, destroy the photograph? No, I was thinking it would do something like Karelian photography. You know, so it would it would show the auras and get us all killed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, over the means. Yeah, I have to say my my backup plan was that uh, Ethan and I use our various flying devices to pretend that we have been gifted by the gods if we could do absolutely bog all. Yeah, that was basically my plan. I was wondering if they'd think. In fact, basically, since the point when the original guy with the dog showed up, I was thinking, "What's going to happen if we just raise our arms up and start floating?" <laughs> well, they they have seen flying people before, mostly flying because they're crashing. But <laughs> two people would have reacted if I'd started flying. Yeah. Other things you would have seen if you had explored were uh, like cr- more crash planes, more crash zeppelins, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Okay, let's call it a night. Yep. Sorry that we didn't get further, but uh, hopefully that was enjoyable. No, it was. no, just take your time. Don't get to Egypt for another four weeks. Or th- <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, fine. But uh, let me uh, let me stop the recording here real quick. podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K.com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show. Hi, this is Ross Payton, one of the hosts of Roleplaying Public Radio. And, and I'm Tom Church, the other guy. Yeah, we do a uh, regularly updated podcast on uh, RPGs. Uh, we do at least two episodes a month. We offer commentary, comedy, and actual play. And occasional and inane stuff no one cares about, too. Exactly. Our commentary, uh, each episode is focuses on a gaming topic, such as how to deal with large groups or horrible gamers, or how to make old games new and exciting again. Our comedy offers such uh, stories as the Law and Order, a fantasy uh, D&D version of Law and Order, and our actual play does uh, games such as Call of Cthulhu, eh? uh, the end of the world as we know it. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, give us a try. And if you're interested in any stuff, give that a try too. Yeah, role-playing public radio, slamdesign.com slash rppr.